welcome friends to another episode of the wholesome degenerate um i think this will hopefully be episode number four or actually number five yeah number five <laughs> i'm still working out all my planning and stuff so it's been an interesting ride um but today our special guest is uh my numero uno humoro um is what i would call her but to everyone else um she's called cara <laughs> hello this is cara so um cara is a very wonderful friend of mine who i've known for a very long time but we can get into that later um, for now, Kara, can you tell us something wholesome and something degenerate you've done for the week? Yeah, so hey everyone, um, my name's Kara, like Hannah said. <laughs> um, wholesome, look, I will say I did get engaged a couple of days ago um, and had a lovely time eating a lot of nice food and spending time with my other human. That's not Hannah. <laughs> Here comes the number two. Um, so that's been very wholesome for me. Um, something degenerate though, you will hear a little bit about my comp prep and bodybuilding, but the past week has been a lot of food for me. Um, there's been a bit of a slump in my eating. I gained three kilos in a week, um, (laughs) and a lot of food has been consumed. So I haven't been feeling too good, but look, we're on the uphill again. Exactly. (laughs) Sometimes you just got to do what feels good. What's it called? Treat yourself. Treat yourself. That is such an important thing to do. But yeah, as I said, we'll get back into, um, sort of what, created Kara's degenerate thing this week with her bodybuilding. But for now, I wanted to ask you some quick questions. Um, and that will just help the audience get to know you a little better and of um, hopefully make you feel a little bit more comfortable with just doing your thing. Amazing. These questions can be a little bit juicy. Mm. So if you want to answer, you can answer. And if you don't, that's okay. Oh, I'm here for anything. But what's your go-to lie to avoid committing to plans you've made? Oh, <laughs> I think I feel bad saying this, but it's such an easy cop out for me, but it's just my tummy. I'll be like, I'm sorry, guys. My tummy's sorry, just not I feeling can't, good, I can't. but I feel bad because half the time it genuinely is my tummy that feels bad. <laughs> and I, I could just push past my tummy pain, but I'm just being lazy and I don't want to. So it is my tummy. It is sore, but. I could work harder to make sure it's not so. I'm all right. (laughs) Yeah. How about you? Um, Look, for me, pretty easy one. I've got a younger sister. Um, (laughs) She's 10 years younger than me, and I've always had the babysitting excuse. So literally perfect. I'm like, oh, sorry, I can't have my sister, even though she's 15 now, so she can look after herself. (laughs) People don't have to know that, though. She's still young. Exactly. All right. What would your ideal party look like and why? I feel like we were just kind of chatting with the engagement party. (laughs) This is exciting, yeah, because I'm now planning an engagement party. So I'm just thinking like a bougie venue, like something fancy. I want to be wearing a really nice outfit that, you know, I spent a lot of time on. Um, and look, really just anything where we're having a good time, listening to good music, we're having fun. I don't want to hear any, you know, boring speeches. I don't care about <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. I just want to have a fun time, have yes. a few drinks and be with the people that I love the most. That sounds beautiful. <laughs> um, so I think for me, an ideal party is sort of a similar idea where I think probably last year, my 25th, that was my ideal party because it was just like, all my homies under the one roof, like, um, you weren't there, but I was going to say, no, a good p- party is when Kara's there. <laughs> um, but 
I, it was just like at a friend's house, just all the homies were there. We all got dressed up in our suits, even though we were just at a friend's house partying and we just hung out together. I made everybody party bags and like, I love it. we gave out little um, awards. Um, the biggest fuckwit award went to Jack. He still hasn't collected that trophy, but that's all right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I like this similar idea where it's like just people together that you love. I think that's so important. Yeah, for sure. Like, I think that's where like, I love the idea of like a wedding and stuff like that. Cause it brings, it's an excuse to bring everybody together that you love. And just love. have a good time. You don't yes. need it to be stressful. You just want to have a good time. Exactly. Um, and then I think another question, I got two more. Would you rather waste your time or your money? Mm, money. I already do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was not like, not here to waste time, but no. I'll, you know, take my money. <laughs> exactly. I feel the same way. And that's... I'm like, if I'm not doing something in this moment, what could I be doing? To exactly. Use my time <laughs> it's always about efficiency, efficiency, efficiency. Mm-hmm, we were just sure. talking about how Kara finds it really hard to watch TV because she just can't sit still. And I'm the exact same, which is uh, sort of resulted in me uh, smoking weed for a very long time to <laughs> calm that brain of mine. But I'm working on stopping doing that and actually just dealing with my my brain so it's been interesting <laughs> but um yeah we'd rather waste out money because our time is very important to us and then um what is one thing you wish people would talk less about i wish people would talk less about actually this is a good one yeah i wish people would talk less about all the repercussions of the covid vaccine oh. <laughs> and <laughs> Look, let's not go into an opinionated piece too much. But um, yeah, I just think, you know, health is really important. I really care about my health and I went and got the vaccine and I wish people would stop pondering um, on that and just understand what what the important thing is here and that we're all looking out for each other. Um, You know, everyone can have their own opinion, but um, let's not try to spread the negativity too much. You do what you want to do and, you know, stop trying to spread the... The hate and um, the negative sides of of all of that. My favorite sort of take on this whole vaccine situation is um, if they really wanted to control the masses, the people getting the vaccine aren't the people that they want to control. Because the people getting the vaccine are happy to do whatever they like. Yeah, the government is chilling. saying, yeah, yeah, we're chilling. The people that they want to control. Are, supposedly <laughs> other people would be the people who aren't getting the vaccine so like the logic just doesn't make sense yeah in that. Like, like, you know, let's just look out, out for you know ourselves and for each other and do what we think is best personally and stop trying to spread the hate exactly <laughs> i mean like we're all entitled to our own opinion like we don't yeah. need to be talking about all the medical procedures that we get with each other like if you're open about it that's cool and if you want to keep it to yourself that's cool too like for sure, for sure. i agree <laughs> Um, so I think what's super interesting is our story of how we did meet because it's been like a solid six years now. How crazy? Oh, yeah. Seven years. Seven, seven, I think. Oh my gosh, seven. seven years. That makes me feel old. I know because we met. <laughs> we were so, so young. young. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, so I met Kara at one of our jobs at Sky Zone, the indoor trampoline park. Shout out Sky Zone. We love it. We love it. Um. <laughs> Kara more so than me because she stayed a lot longer. <laughs> so five years. Um, also, I 
Semi got fired, so you know that's a recurring theme that will come back. But that's okay. It had nothing to do with our friendships. Exactly. Don't need to even go into it. (laughs) Exactly. But yeah, so Kara and I met at Sky Zone. She was working between the what's called the reception, which was like the cafe area, checking guests in, and then she was also working as a sky guard, and then I was just working in the cafe area and then um, helping out in the kitchen and stuff like that. And then we both started doing party hosting. And yeah, it was just kind of like, um, hey, you're interesting. I want to get to know you. Well, you know, the funniest thing is, and you probably will remember it now that I say it, but the way we kind of became friends was um, there was another girl who worked at Sky Zone and she was starting her own little clothing company. And she asked me to help her model some clothes. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Like, you know, I'm not really into that, but all right, I'll do it. And I knew that Hannah had said in passing that she wanted to try some modeling. And um, anyway, I said, I said to this other girl, I said, oh, you know what? You should also ask Hannah. Like, yes. I know she'd really love that. She goes, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. And so anyway, um, she asked Hannah and then Hannah and I kind of got to do this little bit of modeling yes. experience. Very, very amateur. But, very um, basic. Beginner. Very, very basic beginner. Lol. If you want to see the photos, head to our Instagram. <laughs> and go for a massive go scroll down. Go for a down. long scroll away. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's kind of how we, I think, became close because we had that bit of a mutual interest and it was something yeah. that we were, you know, having fun with yeah. and really connected. Um, yeah. Do you know what came up on my... Um, Facebook memories yesterday, yeah. our trip to Lake Mogra. Oh my God. We did this like old school, like it was, I booked it on Groupon. I think it was like $99. And three day camp. Three day camp. And it was like, you know, Hannah and I are like fresh 20 year olds going, doing this, you know, self-development, like reset thing. Reset. And it was full of these 50 year old women. But I swear we're still friends with those girls. We made besties. They were so great. We Jenny, had such a she's time. a gem. Oh, Jenny. We love Jenny. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Jenny. Yes, girl. But yeah, it was so much fun. But it was little things like that, that Hannah yeah. and I did that. Like I didn't really have another friend that would do just anything with me. And that's what I love about yeah. Hannah because she's just willing to do anything. <laughs> Literally, you, you could yeah. Look, like we plan. Ask her. <laughs> we plan to go to New Zealand in thirty days because Kara was just like, "You want to go?" I was like, "Fuck yeah, man, let's go." I was like, "Look, found some flights, found a hotel, uh, transfer me the money, we're mm. going." <laughs> and that's that's pretty much the the peak of our friendship. Genuinely, <laughs> though, it's so dangerous because if anyone asks me to do something, I will automatically just be like, "Yeah, I'll figure it out later." Like yeah. I'm I'm a yes, and I'll make it work. <laughs> well, look, if we could travel right now, Hannah and I would have would have been doing something. Oh, know, we would have already Sri Lanka, been. Yep. Nepal. Well, we talk, we were talking about Nepal. We've we were before COVID hit. We've got a list. Um, <laughs> we've got a list. But um, back to back to that. We met. <laughs> so it was 2014 that we met. Um, in july and then we realized we had similar birthdays we had similar upbringings we just had a lot of similarities between us and i remember um just thinking fuck this girl is so cool like (laughs) i was like i don't know if i'm cool enough to hang out with her but we'll see i have very low low self-esteem but um I remember just like watching you with your boyfriend at the time thinking like, wow, they're so cool. And I just used to sit and admire Kara's quads because where she would stand while she was working, I could like just see directly at her thighs. So I'd be like, damn, this girl's got some mean quads. <laughs> but yeah, we um, ended up deciding, I think after like 
two or three months of knowing each other, just being like, fuck it, let's go to New Zealand. And we went to Auckland and um, went and saw some cool little exhibits. Cara loves The Hobbit. I've never seen it. (laughs) So understandably, we went to Hobbiton. I had the best time ever, though. It was was such a cool little wonderland. I think the the coolest thing about that trip was just we didn't really know what to expect. We didn't really plan too much. We just went. We did it. We had such a good time. I think that's what you got to do in life sometimes. Just just go for the opportunities. Don't overthink it. (laughs) A hundred percent. And then, yeah, there was the Lake Mogra trip that we did, which was in 2015 Mm -hmm. because we couldn't afford to travel at the time, but we wanted to travel still (laughs) (laughs) because I think that's when you were doing lots of travel in southeast asia yeah yeah Yeah. and then um well that's another big part of kara's personality is travel fitness and fun yep flights Um, fitness fun there we go triple f (laughs) that's my new instagram i was gonna say did we just make a new instagram bio for you um but yeah so we went to lake mogra because we didn't have any money and then um i think a couple years passed before we went on our next trip because we were just, I was, we weren't working together anymore. You were at uni. I was at yeah, uni. Yeah, I think we were just doing a bit of our own Yeah, just doing our own stuff. things. And then um, 2018 came and we were like, fuck, yes, let's do it. Let's go to Cambodia and let's go to Bali and mm-hmm. let's just have an amazing time. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. It was so much fun. I so loved good. loved it. We also went to Malaysia for a day stopover oh. and Hannah, um, <clears throat> I'm pretty sure it was like you couldn't charge a phone or something. Oh. Hannah was not having a good time. I was... She, fucking hates malaysia now I but look can't it's another malaysia. it's another country off the off the list exactly we had some cute pics there you know spent 12 hours <laughs> um yeah so that's i think <laughs> the reality was i malaysia was about day five of our trip and i'd been like consistently smoking weed for like the f- few years before that trip and this was the first time that i'd have a, had a break without it so my brain by day five was just like like dying i'm over here thriving yeah yes <laughs> but like it was perfect because i was on holiday so i was all distracted so it wasn't like i was having an amazing time and then it wasn't until something went wrong and then my brain was like fuck everything fuck everyone i'm done I'm, yeah i'm done with this i want to go home i was also in a pretty shitty relationship at the time so like was dealing with some issues there but um yeah it was just like malaysia was like the tipping point for me but then, but then we, we got to go to bali yeah. and that was such a good time I like we had say, such a good time that the I strawberry think that it daiquiris kind of, the, oh, oh it was so good amazing. like just strolling down kuda as well oh. Just, just such a vibe. Oh my gosh, I bloody love it. Such a vibe. I've been All to, the cheap markets, love. I think I've been to Bali t- twice now. Yeah, just twice. twice. Yeah, I went twice in one year though. So I was like, fuck yes. Mm. I like, because our trip, we went there, I felt all over it. We went to this cafe called Sisterfields and I still think about it to this oh, day. Oh, they had the charcoal bun. The charcoal bun burger. And we saw Ashy Bynes there. Yeah, yeah. she was sitting next to us. <laughs> Um, and yeah, the charcoal bun with a truffle mayonnaise and oh my fucking mm. God, that thing was delicious. Yeah, I'm hungry. <laughs> I know it's making me, oh, get me one now. I miss travel so much and everyone hangs shit on Bali, but that is one of the first places I want to go. Oh, I was saying that the other day. That is Luke. the first like, place I want to go. It's such, there's a reason why people go there and go back and back because it's such a nice place. Like it's cheap. It's affordable. It's easy to get to from Australia. It's fun. You know, it's fun. There's it's still a, a different culture, but it's yeah. not too completely different. Mm-hmm. Like, 
you know, we it's everything you want in a holiday. Yeah, 100%. Like you can go somewhere, you can go to an expensive beach destination. Like for example, I love Fiji, but it's so expensive. So if you it's want overrated. a trip yeah. that's easy to get to, 100% recommend Bali. I just love, love this, like, I don't know, just little things like the sand in Bali is really nice mm-hmm. and thick. So it's nice to sit on the sand. It's not, you're not getting sand all up your bits. Like there's just so many things about Bali that I really enjoy. And I think if you want to go for that big city vibe while you're on holidays as well, you can go across to other islands, go to Jakarta, like yeah. all that sort of stuff. But fuck me. I just love Bali. I'm excited to like, <laughs> next time I go, I want to get a proper scooter. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> and just Do it. <laughs> I'll drive us around everywhere. It's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think yeah, travel in Bali is probably going to be the one of the first places I want to go. But I also would really like to go to Tasmania because I want to pad the wombats there. Yes. The wombats are so or fucking Rottnest cute. Island. At, oh, the quokkas. Yes. Yes. Adorable. Ooh. Once you guys get married, what, what would be your dream, like, honeymoon destination? Okay. So. Um, <laughs> I've thought about well, this already. Let me think about it. No. I've done a lot of traveling. Um, I and Cara also worked at Flight Center for a hot minute. So I have, you know, got done my fair bit of research. Um, She's well-versed. A couple of things I probably want to do. I would love to do a cruise around the Bahamas. Ooh. So go to Jamaica, um, you know, all those places. So fly yeah. over to Miami, spend a bit of time in the city and then and go on like a really nice cruise. cruise is all-inclusive as well. Yeah, so it's I like, love that. Yeah. It's like stress-free holidaying. It's somewhere I've never been before. Like I've been to the US, but I haven't done like the Bahamas or anything. And Miami is just like such a vibe. Like oh. I haven't been, but I just feel like it's such yeah, a vibe. And like, like, I yeah. love making the most of my holidays, seeing a couple of different destinations. Yeah. I love that. Otherwise I'd probably go, I love Fiji. One of my favorite places in the world. Yeah. But I feel like we can just go over to Fiji whenever you yeah. want, you know, it's just yeah. a bit casual. Whereas it's a, it's a when easier. it's your honeymoon. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens with travel and everything. Yeah. And, We'll work that out when the time comes in a few years, but uh, I'll only, have to consult with Luke too. Yeah, the <laughs> only people I know that have gotten married were my mum, my dad, separate weddings, <laughs> um, and then my younger brother's and sister's mum, so my dad's ex-wife. I've only been to those three weddings, mm. and each time they've gone to like Stradbroke Island or something like yeah. that, and I'm like, no i'm going extra i'm I'm like get me that wedding ring on my finger then i'm yeeting out of this country for two weeks see ya i wouldn't mind doing like a road trip up to north queensland or something like that that could be cool but that's something more so that like kane and i both like whereas like vibey you and luke are like fun but bougie (laughs) (laughs) like let's make it a little bit fancy yes i love that i hadn't even thought about that Hmm. see i still don't even know if i'm gonna get married so (laughs) you'll get there one day you'll get there um i hadn't i'd like just haven't thought about single part of that side of things so that's why i'm like loving that i get to live through you yeah you can you can have that that's fine (laughs) i'm like i'm just gonna enjoy this through cara and then make my decision after that um but yeah, as I said, Kara's like big part of Kara is that she loves her flights, her fitness, and her fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, how many countries have you actually traveled to? Uh, 20, 28, I think it is. Jesus. 28 or 29. That's amazing. I've got a little app on my phone that like, like tells me what percentage of the world. You've seen? That's yeah. sick. Wonder, um, but my goal was 30 countries by 30. 30 yeah. But I think that I'm going to make that because I'm only 25. I've got five years to get a couple more. That's incredible though. Not 30 by 30 is a, like a solid feat. Like, yeah. And I want to do, I mean, 
very very big goal but like a hundred in my lifetime yes. that would be epic like I definitely think it's achievable we'll see because this... you know I'm sure there'll come a time in my life where I need to settle down and I can't yeah. travel overseas every year but you know 100 countries that would be pretty cool well there's 195 countries in the oh, world yeah, I just had to easy. quickly google it I was it's like easy. wait how many countries are there yeah so like you're already what like a sixth of the way there like yeah, you're fine I'm, I'm almost there you're all, you're I don't know if I'll fine. get to the 195 but oh yeah Ant- we'll get to the 100 I've heard Antarctica is a bit hard to break into no okay so <laughs> let me tell you Antarctica is a huge bucket list thing for me really I want to go so you can fly to Argentina and then you get a cruise down to Antarctica oh. it's incredible it's definitely something I want to do in like that's I don't know sick. I'll have my like 30th or something I was gonna say yeah like <laughs> epic once like you and Luca like retired or something like <laughs> yeah. that you just cruise to Antarctica because you're like well this is the one thing we oh, haven't I'm seen sure yet by that age we'll be able to like I don't know live on Antarctica or something literally though It'd that be could crazy. be good and you just live in like an underground cave that's actually yes. like a tropical paradise or something yeah. like that do you think Luke will like that do you reckon I should propose the idea to him? I think he could get around it as long mm. as he can play cricket I think he'll be good. Oh, yeah. yeah he'll be penguins. all good. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Cricket with the penguins. Obvi. Um, oh, my gosh. I love that. No, I think somewhere I would love to go visit is um, South America. Mm. I think I love the, like, culture over there. But obviously, there's a lot of, like, crime and issues with that. So just finding, like, the authentic South American experience, like, while not having to experience that. I'm I think interested. that would be amazing though. Yeah. Like there's so many tours and stuff you can do oh, over there. Like there <laughs> speaking but going back to Bali, I still remember one time when I went over to Bali for modeling, one of the people went over with her boyfriend and they were doing money exchange. And the one rule in Bali is you don't exchange your money in a back alley. It's just you just do it somewhere. I that, wonder why. You just do it somewhere that's a little bit more reputable, you know, you can see they're they're counting your money. Or just get your money before you go to Bali. And so these guys, they knew that I'd been to Bali once before and they called me and they're like, we've just gone to exchange our money and they've ripped us off a hundred dollars. And I was like, okay. Like, so I was like running around this like main strip in Bali and I was like, found a security guard out the front of like a legitimate money exchange. I was like, can you help me? And he said, no, no, I can't try calling the police. I called the police and their phone rang out. (laughs) (laughs) That's always good. You know you're safe when that happens. When you're in Bali, just don't rely on the police for anything. Just sort your shit out. Take care of yourself. Yeah, exactly. Um, So I was like, all right, I'm going to have to go into this situation myself. And so I walked over. As Hannah does. Yeah, of course. I was like, well, obviously I'm going to solve this. I'm the only person who can. (laughs) No, that's not true. I could have just left the situation, but... Um, don't do this at home kids. This is one of my degenerate moments. Um, so I walk into the, uh, money exchange and I'm like, okay, what's going on here? And I notice that I'm about two feet taller than the guy who's running the money exchange. So he's trying to tell me that he didn't rip these people off and that he's, um, legitimate and that they're just lying, trying to get money out of him. So I was like, okay, no worries. Like, can I just see what's in your drawer, please? Um, I was like, I just want to see that there's no Australian money so that I can tell, you know, you, so I know you're telling the truth. And so he's like, yeah, see, look, opens a drawer. So I grabbed like the biggest bundle of euros that I could find. <laughs> and I just like held, uh, held it up as tall as I could. And I was like, well, you're not getting these back until my friends get their money. And so he started like jumping for the euros, trying to rip them out of my hands. And they started ripping in my hands. So he's like, fine, fine. And pulls the money out from this hidden drawer underneath his other drawer. And was like, there's your money. And then I would just drop the euros and I was like, run. <laughs> 
and we've just like run away from this money exchange hey hey it, uh, it resolved the issue so i really yeah, i think that's a good as good i said start. i can make it happen so i think i would be able to handle myself in south america it's just that i might end up running away with a gang or something like that yeah. and i hopefully, might not come back hopefully they're not taller than <laughs> that, that helped you this, in, yeah. in this instance in this particular instance being tall and lanky was beneficial <laughs> oh my gosh but yeah I think South America is somewhere that I'd really love to travel to and sort of see the culture over there. And Nepal, like we were saying, I think Nepal would be amazing. Mm, like, for sure. I just love the idea of going somewhere else <laughs> that isn't Australia. That's not here. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I love but, Australia, yeah. but I hate Australia. <laughs> oh, I love living here, but yeah. there's so much to see in the world. There is just so, so, so much. And seeing other cultures is just, it's such an eye opener as well. I think it makes you almost a better person to 100%. appreciate and, you know, respect other cultures and everyone. Yeah. I don't know. I love I it. I think it's I something it. that like as an Australian population, we've lost a handle on our values because mm. I think like when you're younger you get this idea of um values and belief get brought up and you know you get kind of semi-taught about it but you don't get encouraged to figure out what your values and your beliefs are and as a culture we don't have one overriding value or belief no that's right yeah. so like when you go to other countries you can see things like respect and just like you know different levels of different things that you wouldn't normally see here and it's just hundred percent i agree such an eye-opener i love it so much love it travel is so good for the soul i love it oh yeah um but i also recognize that like you know we are kind of privileged to be able to travel in the way that we do because i think you know a lot of people don't even get the chance to see the beach in their lifetime, let alone travel to six different beaches in six oh, different we're countries. So, we're so privileged. We're very yeah. lucky. I love yeah. that we do have that ability because I think that's where in times where I'm like, I don't like Australia. I'm like, oh, you're also living in one of the very best, lucky. <laughs> best countries in the world in terms yeah. of overall living standard. Yeah. Like, sure, other places have more opportunities in a different industry, but maybe the standard of living there isn't the best. So. Absolutely across the board australia is just better but i mean every country has their flaws every system has their flaws um but another part of your beautiful personality and your one all the wonderful things you have to offer the world is your fitness would you like to tell us a little bit about your fitness journey yeah for sure so i pretty much like i've been going to gym since i was 15 so like 10 years now um you know, I've got personal training qualifications. I went to uni, was an exercise, became an exercise physiologist. I don't actually work in that industry anymore, but, um, yeah, like I've always kind of loved the gym and honestly it stemmed from just being shit at sport as being <laughs> like as a kid, I was so uncoordinated. Like I could run, I could sprint, I could jump, I could do high jump because I was tall, Yeah, but awful at sports so i was like okay well i can't play sports so what else am i gonna do what can keep me fit so started going to the gym and i've always kind of been pretty conscious on what i eat as well i mean i love food i have the biggest appetite you ask anyone i can eat a whole bloody house yeah but um yeah kind of really been in that um you know i had that as my passion for a while and a couple of years ago Decided to do my first bodybuilding comp, so competed in like the bikini division, um, and that was two, pretty much two years ago, exactly. Um, yeah, it is too. Yeah, and then I just finished my second prep for my comp, and I competed two weeks ago. 
Um, and yeah, that was a really fun experience. So I've been dieting pretty hard for five to six months. I've been a bit of a crazy bitch. Um, sorry, <laughs> Hannah. Like I literally, no joke. Honestly like, though, the, this time round, I feel like you were so much better than the first time round. Oh my God. Like I can't, ex- people don't really understand, but until you've tried it, you don't understand how when your body fat gets quite low and you're not eating a lot of food and you're training so hard and your focus is so strong on that. It makes a lot of part, like a lot of parts of your life really difficult to manage. Yep. And you so have like whole, small patience. Yeah. And so my whole routine was like, get up, go to the gym, go to work, make sure I eat my foods at the same time. And I really love that lifestyle and I choose that lifestyle, yeah. but it does get quite overwhelming, you know, definitely towards the end as well. So it is a huge commitment. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't recommend it to everyone, <laughs> but if you are someone that, you know, like I was, I love the gym. I've always, you thrive it. on discipline. Yeah. I thrive yeah. on discipline and I really wanted something to work towards. And, yeah. um, you know, honestly, I always say that my comps are a bigger achievement than getting my uni degree. So yeah. uh, it's something that I love and, you know, I definitely think I probably will do it again. We'll see. Yes. <laughs> we'll see. Well, there's always opportunities to try it. And like whether you just do like another year break and then go back the next year. Yeah, or... And you always want to improve yourself. And it's the type, it's the sport where you can only get better and better. Well, just like any sport, you know, you're constantly working to improve yourself. You know, I, I, I can safely say that I looked a thousand times better than I did two years ago. Yeah. Um, so, you know, another two years, what, what could I look like? Exactly. We'll <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry, excuse me. And I think, yeah, I don't follow many fitness people on like Insta or anything like that, but there used to be this girl I used to follow and exactly that, like she'd post a picture from her first comp to like her fifth or sixth comp. Mm. And it was just like, it would be like two and a half, three years difference, but it had almost looked like a completely different body. Cause yeah, it's just and like, it's like you what you might weigh the same and you might, you know, eat the same or whatever, but because you've spent that two years, you know, working on yourself, you, you do see changes and it it definitely, you know, hard work pays off. I'll, I'll definitely. say that. <laughs> and I think it's interesting because like from the other side, like growing up, I wasn't amazing at sport, but I found a sport that I enjoyed and that was dance. Mm-hmm. So for me, I would just push, push, push to get it done and do it so now that I'm an adult and I have stopped dancing as frequently I'm like okay my mobility sucks I don't actually understand how to use my muscles anymore (laughs) like and so going to gym for me is like not something that I'm good at being consistent with but for me I focus on getting that mobility back of my body because I've always been um sort of you know oh I'm just tight from dance or you know I just I can't move because of dance or I'm really flexible because of dance so getting that flexibility and that mobility back through the gym is really exciting so Mm. I can definitely see why people get so addicted to it oh the endorphins you get from a good session there's a hundred percent there's nothing better but um no it doesn't have to be for everyone but it is it's beneficial I I you know Coming from an exercise physiology background yeah. too, you know, you can't go wrong with doing a little bit of exercise. And I think I agree too, as someone who isn't super consistent with their exercise, when I do go to the gym with you or I go for a walk with my friend, Rachel, the rest of my day is just better. Yeah, I'm in a better sure. mindset, you know, I'm eating better because I've made myself hungry in the morning. Mm-hmm. I'm sleeping better, but it's that anxiety that really like gets me before gym, like cheeky vomit this morning before I came to meet you at gym. Is that because I'm anxious or is it because of something else? I don't know. 
But yeah, I think like, do you have any tips for, as someone who is in the gym 24 (laughs) seven, do you have tips for those people who are very scared to get into the gym? Like, yeah. So I know that it can be, you know, definitely tough, but the one thing I like to think of is everyone who's at the gym is there for themselves. They don't care what you're doing. They're not watching you. I've never, you know, as someone who's quite experienced in the gym and I know what I'm doing, I don't look at other people and, you know, judge them because I'm there to do my thing. And if anyone's there judging you, you know, the gym's not their place to be then. Yeah. Um, just the world in general isn't yeah. their place to be let's be real <laughs> I think the best thing you can do is you know walk in use the machines you're confident you know to use there's still machines that I go to the gym and I don't know how to use them like <laughs> I'm like oh my god what am I doing like surely I should know what this is there was is. one <laughs> next to us where we were doing those pull down things yeah. and the girl next to us and she just like got on with her knees and then she like pushed forward I was like I have no idea yeah. like I look at some of the pads and I'm like does your elbow go there? No, look, honestly, it it can be, it can be a little daunting, but you know, even going with a friend, like Hannah comes with me to the gym and I'll teach her a little bit and you know, just, you don't need to use everything at the gym. There's only a couple of things you need to do. Grab a couple of dumbbells. Um, there's some great like YouTube videos and stuff. Like, um, yeah, there's lots of, you know, fitness accounts and stuff and just find something that you enjoy doing. Even if you just jump on the treadmill, like, any any kind of movement is really good for your Better body. Better than and, nothing. Yeah, and yeah. you've just got to go in and remember, yeah, uh, I'm here for myself. No one else cares what I'm doing. Yeah. And that's the best way to look at it. And I think one part for me that I always stress over is like long-term like injuries if you're doing things wrong in the gym. And I know that like that's probably something that if I'm thinking about it, other people are probably thinking about it. Mm. So it's like alongside, I think, you know, looking at those YouTube videos and stuff like that, like getting to know your body and getting to know what you can do because you might not be able to go straight into the gym and go like 20 kilos, no worries. Like Yeah, that's right. And I mean, that's why there is, you know, personal trainers and coaches and everything. Even, you know, it can always be beneficial to do even one or two sessions. If you are, you know, interested in going frequently to the gym, um, having someone with that education, that's why they're there. And honestly, it's such an investment, um, you know, having someone teach you how to f- how your body should feel in the gym. Yeah. Um, it's really helpful. I think that's been one thing that's so helpful having you there is because like f- I have bad hips. So when I'm squatting, I can feel things like that. I'm like, I don't know if I should be feeling this or not. But by just running it past Kara, she can say, oh, well, if you put your you know, wait into your heels a bit more. You won't be pushing forward. You'll be sitting into yourself. Like there's just little tips and tricks that you, and let me tell you my entire comp prep, I didn't squat the entire time. That's crazy. So if that makes, gives you a bit of perspective, we can't always do everything. Exactly. You know, everyone's got their limitations. I have the world's longest legs after Hannah. (laughs) (laughs) And you know, there's things that don't work for me, but there's always going to be alternatives for you. Like don't think, Oh, I can't squat or I'm not good at squat. Um, I can't go to the gym yeah. like there is something for everyone and we don't have to be able to do every single movement yeah. to get good results everyone's got injuries like honestly yeah so you know it's, don't see it as a setback definitely and I think it's so interesting because I know for me like when I was in school that whole like zizbra like gym oh. attitude was the thing because he went well yeah <laughs> he went so well but it's really awesome to see because like coming out of school then you were going into those skinny tees and going to the gym mm. and you know um as long as you had the active wear you were fine whereas now people are really focusing on what's functional for them yeah so like i think that's what i is really exciting for me is that 
the discourse around fitness and stuff like that has changed so that it's not like, oh, if you can't lift 60 kilos, why are you in the gym? Like now it's like everybody has a place in the gym. And I feel that it's changed. Like even from like when I was younger going to the gym, when we first started Mm. hanging out, it was certain type of people in the gym you yeah. know whereas, whereas no there's a place for everyone exactly. there's a different type of exercise for everyone exactly and you see a bit of everyone in the gym when you go it's mm. not just big muscled up roided dudes or yeah really you see sk- me i'm tiny yeah <laughs> like or really skinny skinny girls mm. that don't have any real muscle it's like a bit of everyone and i fucking love seeing the girls in there that are just like fucking lifting weights just going, going at hard. it i'm like yes it's so empowering bitch, you're amazing honestly there's you're more incredible. girls in the gym than guys most yeah. of the time and i love it like we run the world we do we i love it so much and yeah just seeing that empowerment that comes with it and i think that's a big thing that i get excited when you when you can find other people that have that same passion For that sure. you do because i think it's hard when you're you're so passionate about something but you're experiencing that by yourself because you just want to share it with the world and be like, yeah. I love this so much. That's just literally why I do bodybuilding. Yeah. I'm like, look at what I did. Yeah. <laughs> and then you can do it with other people who are like, that was amazing. We did the same thing. <laughs> like, we know how hard it was to get uh, to this point. And that's where I think, yeah, that's a part of why I guess I started the podcast because I'm just passionate about talking. Yeah. And so for me, that's we where... We love something. <laughs> exactly. I can just chat to people like, and I love talking about the world in the same way that you love going to the gym and talking about the gym. And so it's like, I get so excited when people find their passions and can really step into it. And Absolutely. That's, that's what I feel like bodybuilding has been for you. For sure. I still remember... <laughs> going to big pineapple festival and you sneaking protein bars normally people sneak drugs into festivals no i literally had three protein bars (laughs) and i put them down my undies and like that's all i ate that day i had three protein bars. my protein farts would have been terrible (laughs) i didn't smell it wow i didn't even think about that that was like that was my first prep and that was pretty early on so i was pretty clueless like i could have done something a lot better but um yeah oh i think i took like tinned spaghetti or something as well yeah Um, that was a moment I remember you were like eating bags of ham in your first yeah, yeah. prep too, oh. like just to reach your protein. Like, oh, oh, you should see. I go through a bag of oats a week. Like, That's crazy. Love oats. Um, we, I get like a big bag and it takes us like two or three months to go through Oh, no, no, no. Like it's seriously a problem. <laughs> yes. Like, Do you I've, get like the rolled oats or the quick oats? I get the quick oats. Oh. Easy. So good. So quick. Because I get the rolled ones if I'm doing like an overnight oat vibe. But um. I tried to do the overnight oats with the quick oats, but they were the like 90 second little packet microwave. Oh no. And I was like, this is just sludge. <laughs> it no, was no, terrible. No, no, Look, I'm the oats queen. So yeah, hit me up whenever you need overnight oats, warm oats, protein oats, zucchini oats. <laughs> do you do like oats on oats? Steel cut oats. Like, I don't know what those are about. Uh, like, Look, any form of oat, you're I'm your it. woman. You are on it. Yeah. Do you like oat milk? No. Oh, <laughs> I'm an oat milk girl. Close. I fucking love oat milk and it pisses me off because of the gluten in it. It makes me break out. Oh, no. So I'm like, it's the one milk that tastes good and creamy and delicious. Yeah. There's this hot chocolate you can get from, um, shout out to sister at Hawthorne or Miss Jones at New Farm. They used to be owned together, but now they're not. But they do like shaved chocolate in their oh, hot chocolate. Yum. And then that on oat milk is 
because it's like the almond milk makes it too nutty or mm, you know but the oat yeah. milk is just this creamy chocolate oh, so good i need to take you there one time yes genuinely let's do it now i can eat out yes <laughs> i'm so let's excited um and then what was i gonna say i still because i was planning on taking you for a day out eating when we were down in Melbourne. <laughs> well, yes. Yeah, so we were meant to be in Melbourne literally today. Like we actually yeah, had like, it booked yeah. and um, had to cancel because of COVID. So thanks. Shout out for that. But at least we're hanging out together. Exactly. So. That's well, actually why I have the day off work because oh, I had the leave already. Oh, <laughs> there we go. Um, and because, yeah, we were going to go see Moulin Rouge, go down and watch some theatre. Mm. But um. I was gonna say again, I still want to take you out on like an eating day, so I could do that. I could just I like, eat every day, so <laughs> I, 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 I actually eat every day, so that's perfect. <laughs> that works out really well. <laughs> it's like I'm taking you out on an eating day. Wow, I can eat. No way, I actually already do that every day. Oh, I'm such a bitch. <laughs> Oh, but no, I want to take you out on an eating day where I just take you out to like different, really yummy, like that Laloon croissant place. Like, oh, I so want to. You know go what I there. mean? Like, we'll go for like a little like eating tour of like West End mm, New mm-hmm. Farm because they have done. all the best and foods done. there. Yeah. Um, and Good street vibes. We'll we'll just walk from yeah. everywhere, so then yeah. you don't you won't feel bad. Oh. Perfect. Done. Exercise Perfect. and food. My two favorite. And then if we get a bit too full, we'll get the little neuron scooters and just oh, screw, screw, done. Screw. Yeah. yeah. That'll be perfect. Oh my gosh. But love no. It. Um, I love food too, but I cannot eat as much as Kara does because Kara trains very hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was actually eating not a lot of food until about a week ago. So yeah. pretty good now. <laughs> How did you find like balancing it? Is it because you are just determined and you knew that that was your goal that Yeah, I think like it's definitely hard, you know, coming out of my prep last week was really tough because it's almost like you no longer have that goal. Um, You don't really know what you're working towards, but I think that was temporary. Like I'm feeling pretty good now, but yeah, I think that because I've I've obviously got a coach and he's, you know, watching me like a hawk, um, making sure that I lost enough weight, but I maintained enough muscle and it's pretty much it's it's discipline it's it's not motivation it's just absolutely discipline you know you've got to do it you get up in the morning you know that this is the food you've got to eat this is the gym session you've got to do and um you just get it done that's that's the only way you can get through and yes you're fucking starving oh honestly i was so hungry a lot of the time but um you just get it done. You just get used to it. Shout out to Luke for dealing with the hangry. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to, um, yeah, deflect it as much as possible. Yeah. But, uh, oh, it's fine. I'm not hungry. <laughs> I would literally like get home and be like, oh, Luke, let's go for a walk together. And then we'd start walking and be like, oh, I need to go home. I need to eat. Yeah. I'm going to pass out. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was pretty tough. It was, I can <laughs> imagine. Tough. And I guess like for you, as you said, this is just something that lights your soul on fire. So mm. you're happy to work hard for it. Mm. But I guess like, I do remember after you sort of leaving um, one job where you were an exercise physiologist, like you were doing comp prep, but I feel like you were maybe in a bit of burnout at that point. Like, Mm. do you think there's been anything that's helped you get back on track after that burnout? Yeah, for sure. I think that um, obviously having a good routine is the biggest thing. Um, I'm someone that lives by lists and planning and I always make sure my calendar, I know, you know, what I've got scheduled for the day, trying not to do, you know, overly too much. Um, Even just things like planning the times I'm going to eat my food. Obviously not as much now that I'm not in prep. Um, But yeah, I find that you get burnt out from 
you know, filling too much on your plate and trying to do all these things at once. But you really need to just take a step back and realize what do I want to be doing? You know, for example, my comp prep, that's what I wanted to, you know, be doing the past six months. And I've put all my focus in that. Um, and I've had that as my top priority, trying not to, you know, do too many other things in my life. Um, and it worked out really well this time. I think I definitely handled my prep a lot better, um, because I wasn't feeling so exhausted. I, you know, my very first prep two years ago, um, I was working in a job that I didn't love, um, found that really hard to manage as well. You were working split shifts as well. Yeah, I was working split shifts. It made my routine crazy. Um, yeah, like I said, I didn't love the job and you know, that it was super overwhelming and I was probably a shitty person at that time. And it wasn't just because I was hungry. It was because I was genuinely unhappy and exhausted. And, you know, I think that it definitely, you know, you can recover from things like that. It, it takes time and it takes routine and discipline, but, um, you know, having good support people around you who understand, like I've got Luke, my partner, who you know, he's a very chill person and he respects my, you know, my time yeah. and my space and what I like to dedicate myself to. I've got a great coach who, you know, is very supportive and um, always there when I needed him. Um, and then, you know, my friends like Hannah, like she yeah. totally understands the other day. I was just, you know, having a moment and just couldn't hang out because I really needed to focus on myself. And she totally respected that. And I yes. think having, filling your, your personal bubble with people who respect what you want from your life it's so important because yeah i just think that get rid of the people in your life who aren't there to support you that's one thing that cara's been so good for me is like i in the past i'd come to her with an issue and she'd be like why are you letting them treat you like that like Mm. you don't have to have them in your life you do realize that and it was never in a way that was like fuck them and their feelings but it was those people are not honoring your feelings. So why are you honoring theirs? Yeah. And she's just always been a really good motivator in that way to not let any bullshit in because I'm very good at letting a lot of bullshit in. Yeah. You just got to realize like it's quality, not quantity. Exactly. In people. And I think that's one thing. And where food. I, yes. <laughs> exactly. And food, especially. <laughs> um, that was one thing I learned recently. It's all about what you can get out of the foods you're eating. <laughs> but um, no, I think like, from there like you'd probably then say that for you coming out of that burnout was like taking that step back and having a really good hard look at what it was that was going on in your life whether it served you and just being realistic about you know whether that job was good for you or whether that um, routine was good for you and I think that's something that's really hard to do in the moment because we get stuck on this idea of risk and mm. what what are the risks if I quit this job I don't like but yeah. I think that's something that's really admirable about you is that you have the ability to an ass- assess a situation when you're in it and determine whether that situation is beneficial to you or not and, and I that's think- the thing I've learned that you've got to take care of yourself first and um you know at the end of the day, your health and yourself is what's most important. Yeah. That's why I look after my body by going to the gym and eating well, because yeah. the only person you ever truly have is yourself at all yeah. times. And um, you want to, you know, surround yourself with things that are going to make yourself the best you can possibly be. And there's no point wasting your time. You get to an age where, yeah. you know, I sound like I'm so old oh, or something, in my but 40s. like, you know, I'm 25. I'm like, I've had my friendships and yeah. my fun and whatever. And, and now it's the important people in my life that I'm going to keep nice and close. Yes. And I think that's so important because I think 
as young people, we get so overwhelmed with this idea that, you know, once we finish school, if we're dating this boy, we have to be with them forever. Or mm. once we finish school, if we go to uni and do this job that we have to do it forever. And I know like for us, like I'm not doing anything from my degree right now, but I am working towards that. I know that it's something I want to do. Whereas for you, you did something with your degree, recognized that that wasn't really the space you wanted to be in. And instead of letting that hold you down, you just kept moving forward. And, and I like, think that's something I really, really learned from that whole experience. Like just because you're told to go to uni, don't do it if you're not passionate about yeah. it. Like don't give in to that peer pressure. Change jobs if you want to. Yeah. Do what works for you because at this point in our lives, it's where we have the time to experiment. You know, once you have kids and stuff, you do get kind of grounded. So when mm. you've got that time in your life, take it, you know, take all the opportunities you can find out what you love to do most and really just dive into those opportunities. And I agree with you, like going back to that idea of like filling up your cup first, like when you like take care of yourself and do what's best for you and try those new things, you get to know yourself sort of in a way that if anyone does make you question yourself, you can be like, nope, this is me. This is who I am. I've tried this. I've tried that. Like I know, um, some people like to make comments about all the different jobs I've had. And it's like, my personality is a type of personality that can't stay somewhere if I don't feel respected or heard. Yeah. And if I don't feel respected or heard, I do get a bit of an attitude. And that is why I have been um, fired from places because I was silly enough to try and stick there and try and make something work when it wasn't serving me at all. So it just ended up draining me and draining me. Whereas for you, you have that ability to say, oh, oh, oh hang on, <laughs> this situation is not good for me. So I'm a, I'm a bounce. Hey, we're all still working exactly. on ourselves in different ways. So. And that's where I think it was really awesome um, when you sort of recognize the ways that like the anxiety that you might've been feeling in the time might've been playing into the ways that you were seeing yourself, mm. like leaving that job a few years ago. I still remember having conversations with you, you being like, no, I don't have anxiety. No, no, fine. I was in complete denial. <laughs> had completely no idea. And then I went to the doctor one day and she's like, you're really anxious. And I'm like, holy shit. I actually am. Correct. I actually <laughs> am. Like, I seriously did not think I was anxious at all. Yeah. And now that like, I, I've definitely dealt with it and I'm, I'm not the same person I was two years ago. And I yeah. definitely think my mental health has improved, but there definitely. are little things where I'm like, wait a second, that's probably the anxiety and that's okay. Like, yeah. it's okay to feel like that recognize what it is work on it and and move on from it. and that's where it was interesting because for me i would like see some of your behaviors and i'd be like oh maybe that's a little bit like towards anxiety Mm -hmm. but because you had your other things going i was like oh but cara wouldn't have that because she's she's fine you know what i mean and that's that's why it's okay to have stuff like that doesn't make you any less of a person and i think did that do you find that that helped you understand the way that you can best approach situations oh for sure like it really made me understand myself and the way i feel um, yeah because you know you get these thoughts in your head and whatever and you think i shouldn't be feeling that way why am i feeling that way and until you recognize oh maybe it is a little bit of the anxiety like that Just helps a small you imbalance. it helps you make you it makes you realize that it's okay to feel that way and a lot of people feel that way and yeah. being able to recognize that um is the best thing you can do and you know that's why there is 
so many ways to help manage anxiety and that's why I love to go to the gym because I find that it gets yeah. out that burst of energy I need and it's it's my calming mechanism and I love that and having that I can associate those two things together and be like okay feeling a bit anxious what do I do best I you know do my meal prep go to the gym do some exercise you know hang out with friends whatever and I know I'm going to feel better because that's just what works for yeah. me and I love that because I think yeah like I definitely saw it where we as people step into ourselves like for me recently being diagnosed with like ADHD and BPD feedback that I've always gotten from employers was my I can be the best employee and the worst employee so I'll be their favorite person because I get everything done and I'm always really good at my customer service and all that sort of stuff but if you catch me on a bad day I've got customer complaints coming out the wazoo like (laughs) I'm not doing my job and I'm not a fun person to be around so it's like now that I know that I have issues with mood stabilization, I'm not projecting my issues onto other people. If I'm having a bad day, I'm going to stay home and I'm going to focus on what I can do. And it's recognizing that not every day is going to be your perfect day. Exactly. You're not going to have the best day. And that's okay because that's just who we are as humans. And I think that's a very big part because I think for you and I, we come from spaces where we want to improve on what we experienced growing up. We want to be better. We want to do better. So we put this unrealistic expectation on ourselves to always be performing and always be rising up to these challenges that we're putting in front of ourselves, Mm. no one else. Mm. And so I think it's like exactly what you said, like recognizing that the good and the bad days are going to happen and you've just got to roll with them. Just got to get through it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think like, I know for me, something I've realized in the last couple months even was, I didn't have like this isn't because mom didn't want to be a mom she was just busy working she was busy providing for our family so I didn't have a stable role model Mm. so I've tried to regulate myself so that I can be my own role model but that's dangerous in itself because I didn't let myself make mistakes and then once I realized that I just like let go and did everything I wanted whenever I wanted Mm. and it was just so dangerous so it's like to understand and know truly that you'll have your good days and your bad days means that you can live your life more authentically Mm. and not just be expecting it to always be peachy king it's never going to be perfect (laughs) because that's that's when the issues start to arise like and everyone shows their highlight reel but um Mm -hmm. you know you don't see the whole the hard work that goes behind everything exactly um but yeah i think I don't know. I feel like we've covered so much. So I much. I love this. Fit, what was it again? Flights, Fit, fitness, and fun. Fun, exactly. Flights, fitness, and fun. And instead of that, um, what's that saying? Catch flights, not feelings. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> catch flights and fun, fun fitness, fitness feelings. feelings. <laughs> that is the slogan of the day. Um, You'll never hear that again. What, what's my slogan? Mine's like feelings... Funky, funky feet, feet, food, <laughs> food. And food. Um, yeah, because I like to move my feet and I like to talk about my feelings. Yeah, and I'm a funky it. gal mm. who loves food. Yeah, we love that. <laughs> we love it. So good. But um, thank you so much for giving me your time today, Kara, and you opening for up me. like that. I really appreciate it. Um, I think it's something that. I am always, I recognize that I'm so lucky to have these conversations happening super regularly in my day to day, but by having the chance to bring these conversations to other people, I'm hoping that I can help people 
be a bit more understanding of themselves and um, give themselves more respect because I think we're all so hard on ourselves at the moment and um, Cara and I are perfect examples of that but we've let go of those ridiculous pressures we put on ourselves and we're just coasting we have beautiful boyfriends beautiful homes oh yes sorry Cara has a fiance now (laughs) um but yeah we've just put ourselves in a position where I think when we first met we were just two insecure gals who were just trying to figure themselves out and we've been able to help each other level up in ways that maybe either one of us won't even recognize and I think just by being there and supporting each other it's been awesome so it's like I just feel lucky to have such a wonderful girlfriend Aww, like you of course. and I just wish that everybody could have a car in their life because <laughs> and you also need a Hannah in your life too Aww. because I promise you it's good fun oh I just keep you on your toes it's fine <laughs> I keep things interesting of course and Kara keeps me in line <laughs> I'm like you know that saying what would Jesus do I'm like oh what would Kara do what would Kara do <laughs> And if, if, if the answer is no, Carl wouldn't do this, then I, I need to think about what I'm doing. <laughs> oh, gosh. But yeah, I still haven't figured out how the fuck I'm going to end these um, podcasts. So the last few have just been like, see you, bye. <laughs> I reckon we like in sync be like flights, fitness, fun. All right. All right. All right. Ready? Are we doing it? Three, two, two one. one. Flights, fitness, fun. <laughs> what? <laughs> 